Hey everyone, Josh Case here, your online campus pastor here at Calvary Christian Center. Welcome to our podcast. May today's message bring healing, hope, and ultimately transformation. Hope you enjoy today's message. Coming from Joshua 1, then I'll teach you just... I got seven or eight verses that I want to read. I believe with all my heart that these are the days for us to walk by faith and claim victories in this season. Who's ready for victories to manifest in your life? But what you've got to understand is that very often the greatest victories are birthed in times of greatest adversity. So your adversity should tell you that victory is on the way. I am believing that the walls that have stood before you are going to supernaturally crumble and you're going to possess every promise God has for you. I hear the Holy Ghost say this is not the time to lose ground. This is the time to take it. Are you ready to take ground with me? Come on, Calvary, you by live stream. Thank you for being with us. Joshua chapter 1. If you'll just add in the comment, Guest, we would love to connect with you as well. The Bible said in Joshua 1.1, After the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, it came to pass that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' assistant, saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise and go over this Jordan, you and all this people, to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel, Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, as far as the great river Euphrates, all the land of the Hittites and the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Now look at Deuteronomy 2 and 3. They're on Mount Seir now. And the Lord spoke to me saying, you have skirted this mountain long enough. I dare you to tell somebody in your neighborhood it's been long enough. Yeah, I've been worried long enough. I've been fighting long enough. I've been crying long enough. I've been weary long enough. I've been wondering long enough. I feel it in my bones. God is about to move for me. Can you give the Lord a mighty praise in here? Now, bear in mind in Deuteronomy 2, they're on Mount Seir, and God said, you've been there long enough. Mount Seir is defined in the Hebrew as the rough place. If I was going to make it real plain today, it would be breakdown mountain. And then the river Euphrates, which he promised to them in, in Joshua, can be defined as this, the river of breaking forth. I would call it breakthrough river. So here's what I hear the Lord say in my spirit. God's about to take us from breakdown to breakthrough. How many of you are ready, 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 ready? Come on, you're ready to leave breakdown mountain and jump into breakthrough river. Can I get a witness in this room? Father, I thank you that today you're going to encourage your people. I thank you that today you're going to drive worry, depression out here and all through live stream. The audience that's watching us, God, I just thank you that we're leaving. We are leaving Breakdown Mountain and we are jumping into Breakthrough River. We give you praise in Jesus' name. Somebody give the Lord the ovation of praise. Amen. Thank you. Thank you. You can be seated. I believe this is time for the people of God to rise up. And whatever God has promised you, realize that his promises, all of them, are yes and amen. So I came today to speak to people who've been in a season of waiting. And while you've been waiting, the enemy has been trying to deposit worry in you. Because you've been wondering, God, when are you going to move? 
But I sense in my spirit that there is a supernatural shift that's about to occur for people who are connected and in the body of Christ. Anybody here this morning that's a part of the body of Christ, come on. And I'm going to use for a backdrop the teaching here in Joshua and Deuteronomy to, de to deposit this encouraging word into your spirit. I believe it's more than just a message. I believe it's something that is prophetic that's going to manifest in many of your lives. Now, remember the situation that the Israelites find themselves in here. Their promise is over 500 years old. It was an old promise. But nevertheless, it was God's promise. And when God makes a promise, honey, you got to know it shall come to pass. It may take a minute. You may have to walk by faith. But I want you to know if God said it, he's going to do it. I have several observations today that I want to make from this text. And I want to unpack what God has put in me because I believe this is going to fuel the fire in every person in this room that is ready to possess God's promises for your life. Maybe you've been in a season where there's been doubt and fear that's tried to invade you, but God has brought you into this moment because this moment is a defining moment for you. For us to truly understand where the children of Israel are in Joshua, we must look back to where they've been. Sometimes the critical thing for moving forward is to remember where you've come from. Sometimes you can never truly possess the next thing until you remember what God has already led you through and how faithful God has already been. Tell somebody in your neighborhood, don't forget where you came from. Yeah, yeah, don't forget where you came from. You haven't always been in church on Sunday morning. You haven't always stood as long as some of y'all said, why don't they just take the seats out of here? We never get to sit in them anyway. Come on, somebody. Never seen a church like that loud mouth preacher. They're hollering, they're giving God praise. Come on, somebody. Don't forget that you used to didn't be the radical person that you are today. But did he pick anybody up and turn anybody around? And now you're a lover of his presence. The Bible said in Deuteronomy 2.1, Then we turned and journeyed into the wilderness of the way of the Red Sea, as the Lord spoke to me, and we skirted Mount Seir for many days. Now, we're going to redefine Mount Seir once again because Mount Seir means the mountain of the rough place. If we were going to make it plain and understandable, it would be the breakdown mountain. It would be the place where things break down, where situations and circumstances break down. Never be surprised or dismayed when you have to deal with rough places, when you have to deal with breakdown seasons on the way to your breakthrough river. Hear me now. I have found that so often in my life that God is getting ready to change the trajectory of my life when I'm going through the roughest times and the roughest seasons. Oftentimes, my rough places were the precursors of the blessed places that I was about to enter into. And here's a powerful lesson from our story. The Bible said in Deuteronomy 2.1, the Lord spoke to me. I love the fact that God spoke to his servant on Mount Seir in the rough places. See, some people, they become aloof when you get in a rough place. They become quiet in times of catastrophe. But not God. God spoke to his servant in the rough place. See, the reality is, y'all, we get ready to hear the voice of the Lord in rough places and breakdown seasons. The enemy doesn't know it, but our rough places bring us clarity. Our catastrophe brings us clarity. The very thing that the enemy thought he would use to separate us from being able to connect and hear the voice of the Lord is the thing that God uses to cause us to say, Lord, what are you saying? I've got to hear your voice. Speak to me, O Lord. I look back across my life and I thank God, that in my roughest seasons, the Lord wasn't distant, quiet, or aloof, but he was in my life. I look back across my seasons and my rough patches and the rough place and the breakdown place was the place where the enemy just knew that he, I would break completely down and my destiny would break completely apart. But I look back across my life and the rough 
places actually became the places where I got clarity and I heard the voice of the Lord. So I say, devil, take that. The very thing that you thought would alienate me, separate me, cause me defeat, made me come to a place where I said, God, if I can't hear anybody else, let me hear you. Ha. Ha. The Bible said, and the Lord spoke to me. I dare you to give him praise for every time he spoke to you in a rough place. Somebody's in a rough place right now, but he's still speaking. Hallelujah. Now, now, now here's the deal. He said, and the Lord, verse 2, spoke to me, saying, you have skirted this mountain long enough. Somebody say, long enough. Tell everybody in your zip code long enough. Yeah, you have skirted this mountain long enough. You've been at the mountain of the breakdown. You've been in the rough place. You've been in the depressed place, the fearing place, the doubting place, the sick place, the broke place. Long enough. Turn northward. See, sometimes you get in seasons like that and you feel like you're alone. But understand that sometimes God will get you by yourself so he can get you to yourself. Can I get a witness in here? It's in those moments where we're by ourselves, where we feel like nobody can fix it for us, that we finally recognize who our source really is. Now, the Lord said, don't miss this. He said to Moses, you have been in this rough place long enough. It is a beautiful thing when God speaks to our rough place and says long enough. It is a great day when God says long enough. God is not only El Shaddai, the God of more than enough. He is also the God of long enough. Come on now. I don't know who I'm talking to today, but you need to understand that God is not only the God of more than enough. He is the God of long enough. Has he ever done that in your life? Has he ever released a long enough in your life? Honey, that's a great day. Listen to me now. God is still speaking to rough places and I have today an assignment over me to stand in this room and tell you there are some things that you have been dealing with there are some battles you've been fighting there are some storms that you've been in and I hear the Lord say long enough hallelujah I got a long enough in my spirit for some mother in this room I got a long enough in my spirit for some wife some son some daughter some business owner I got a long enough I take incredible comfort in standing in the room today and telling you that God is releasing a long enough in this house you have struggled long enough you have been challenged long enough. That issue's had too much sway long enough. You've had these problems long enough. You've had too many sleepless nights. It's been long enough. Your wayward kids have been lost long enough. Your emotional battles have taken place long enough. Your internal struggles have gone on long enough. That depression has plagued you long enough. That fear has captured you long enough. That worry has consumed you long enough. The wonder worker is walking in the room and he's about to lift things off of you. It's been long enough. Is there anybody here today that's got a long enough in your spirit? If you do, give God some praise right now. Somebody shout long enough. So he said you have skirted this mountain. Meaning you've gone around and around, and around, and around. You ever had seasons like that? Where you feel like, man, I've gone around, and around, and around. And the Lord said, you have skirted this mountain long enough. Check it out now. He said, turn northward. Somebody say northward. Now this is powerful to me, because in the Bible, northward is always up. The Lord said, I'm about to take you up. I'm about to take you into a new place, into a new dimension. But the problem is, it's time for you to trust God. Stop looking down and start looking up. 
I need to tell somebody in the room, stop looking down at your problems, down at your issues, down at your circumstances, down at the, at, at the situation and begin to look up because I'm telling you, you're headed northward. You're headed up. The very thing that the devil thought he would trap you in, God said, look up. How many of you are ready to look up? Come on. Look up past that financial issue. It doesn't have the last word. Look up past that problem that's affected your family. It doesn't have the last word. Is anybody ready to look up today? Come on. Now, now listen, I, I've been here a long time, but I got a fresh word. Who's ready for something fresh? Here's what the Bible said. We, we've talked about Deuteronomy. Now let's fast forward to where Joshua is. Joshua 1, 2, the Lord speaks and said, Moses, my servant, is dead. How many of y'all know you don't get any sicker than dead? This is powerful to me. Because Moses, as great as he was, he was seasonal. As awesome as he was, he was no longer on the scene. The season changed but the promise was still in place. Seasons don't change the promise. Situations don't change the promise. Circumstances don't change the promise. Yeah. Mm. The season shifted, but the promise is still in place. And hear what the Lord says to Joshua. He said, Moses is dead. You're looking for Moses to take care of things. Moses is dead. Moses was great in his day, but Moses is dead as a doornail. And I'm sure all those who had followed Moses, many of them their entire life, when Moses died, when he was gone, it must have absolutely almost freaked them out. And they wondered, what are we going to do now? Who are we going to follow now? Did the promise die when Moses died? <laughs> Did the promise die when Moses died? See, Moses had died, but the promise still lived. I wonder if there's somebody here today, you feel like you've got some promises from God that are still alive. Oh, I better ask you again, is there anybody anywhere in the house or online, you've got some promises that are still alive. My children will serve the Lord. It's still alive. Now, how many times do people miss out on their next level and their new thing because they choose to stay where God was rather than going to where God is. Oh, help me, Lord. They want to follow what used to be rather than what is current and now. Moses was dead, and it's a terrible thing to follow what does not live. It's a terrible thing to follow what does not live. Many people follow dead religion. Dead denominationalism, dead rituals, dead routines, even dead visions. They're still holding on to what died a long time ago. Even those, those things are dead and they have no power. I watch people follow after them. Listen, I want to say this to you. As a man who's been doing this a long time, make sure whatever and for that matter, whoever you follow lives. Make sure they have a living vision. Make sure they, are, they have a living God that's living inside of them and they are fresh with the Lord. Whatever I'm made up in my mind, whatever I follow has to live. Because if it's dead, it ain't moving. Can I get a witness? If it's dead, it's not getting anything done. If you don't follow what lives, you will never see your breakthrough. Dead people are going nowhere. And if you follow them, you are headed nowhere. There are some people that you, they, they just, as much as you love them, they are literally, they are like a 
death on your back because they don't want to arise. They want to stay trapped in the season that God is trying to deliver you from. But I feel like somebody is being resuscitated here today and God is showing you that the promise is still alive. Somebody give God praise if you believe it. When you look at the name Moses, now Moses was good for his day. Because when you even define his name, the name Moses means brought out. And his assignment matched his name. He was to bring the children of Israel out of bondage and out of slavery. And God used him in a mighty way, but he died. He was instrumental in his day, but he died. Moses, the powerful man, was dead. Because the truth is, y'all, I want you to get the lesson here. We all have people in our lives whom God has used greatly to help bring us out and bless us and help us. But they're no longer a part of our lives. They're no longer a part of our situations. And I want to say, say this. Change happens. You can fight change. You can resist change. But one thing for sure you cannot do. You cannot stop change. So here's the truth. The problem was that Moses was dead even though he had brought them out. You better get ready for this bomb that I'm about to drop into your spirit. Don't be surprised if the one who brings you out is not the one who winds up bringing you in. Oh, you're looking for the same source. You're looking for the same direction. You're looking for the same opportunity. But God said, you better get ready. You better get ready because I've got something new that I'm about to do. And don't be surprised. Make sure you're not following what was. Follow what is. Here's my instructions. Honor and celebrate and remember yesterday. But live in today. Dream and strategize and plan for tomorrow. But tell everybody in your neighborhood, live in today. See, see, I want to give you a word. Even if that thing used to work for you and it's not working anymore, it's because God is ready to do a new thing. I, I'm a man. I'm not afraid of change. In fact, I embrace change. I like change. I change stuff around here every once in a while just to let you know that stuff is going to change here. Come on. We've had, we've had tons of service times. We've had, we've had all kind of different things. It change happens. But here's the reality. The Lord used Moses, whose name means brought out. But then there was a young man who arose that God was ready to use, and his name was Joshua. So if you define Joshua's name, Joshua's name means Jehovah delivers. Now this is mighty to me because even though the name of the man who who led them out of bondage means brought out, the man who would lead them into the promised land, his name Joshua testified that Jehovah delivers delivers. He said, I'm about to do something so powerful and profound. He said, you're going to know that there is no possible way that you got to where you are. Even your leader's name is going to declare that Jehovah delivers. He said, when I bring this thing to pass, when I lead you into the promised land, when the walls fall down, when the enemies crumble, when you overcome the Hivites, the Hittites, the Canaanites, that when you at the Jebusites, when you overcome all the ites you will stand up and even your leader's name will testify Jehovah delivers I don't know who I'm talking to today but God is about to move in such a way in your life and in your family and in your finances and in your career and in your mind and in your children in such a way that when it manifests you say I know Jehovah did it I know that God did it I dare somebody right now who's ready to step into your promise and you'll give Jehovah the praise even before you get it. Give God praise right now. Come on, don't forget what he's already done. Tell your neighbor God did it. Yeah, when I was broken, he put me back together. God did it. When I was wounded, he put me back together. God did it. 
When I was unworthy, he saved me, God did it. When I was bound up, he delivered me, God did it. I dare somebody right now, if you can look at your life and say a man didn't do it, a woman didn't do it, money didn't do it, God did it all. Give Jehovah a praise. Tell somebody in your neighborhood, say, hey neighbor, say, I'm only here because Jehovah delivers. If the Jehovah has delivered you, give him a praise in the room. No, that's a little praise. Give him a very big praise right now. True deliverance. I'm talking about real deliverance. I'm talking about supernatural deliverance. I'm talking about unexplainable deliverance. Does not hinge on man, denominations, political climates, financial situations, my own actions or performances, my skill, my money, or my connections. Real supernatural breakthrough comes when I'm connected to Jehovah. Now, here's what the Lord said to, 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 to Joshua. God delivers. Jehovah delivers. Every place, every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you. As I said to Moses, from the wilderness in this Lebanon as far as the great river, the river Euphrates, all, somebody shout all. All. all somebody shout all. all. All the land of the Hittites. And to the great sea toward the going down of the sun shall be your territory. Every place the sole of your foot shall tread upon will be yours. Say, Apostle, what are you saying? It's time to put your foot down. Who's ready to put your foot down? I said, who's ready to put your foot down? That's what we did in Palm Coast. We put our foot down. That's what we did in Panama City, we put our foot down. That's what we've done in Ormond, in Orlando, we put our foot down. And I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, you're gonna get in faith and you're gonna put your foot down and let the enemy know every promise that is promised to me, I will possess it in the name of the Lord. Now, now here's where it gets really good. He said, from the wilderness, from the wilderness and this Lebanon, now, Lebanon is a very powerful word. In Aramaic, it's derived from the word libab, meaning heart. This is awesome because these people had been without a homeland for years, hundreds of years, but it was in their heart. Even when it wasn't in their hands, uh, it was in their heart. And it was a part of their very being. And don't you know that there were times when they grew weary in bondage and weary in the desert. And their own land seemed like a dream, but it was in their heart. See, God is able to fulfill our needs, and he was doing that for the children of Israel. He had protected them in the desert. He had guided them and provided for them and sustained them and loved them. But now he was ready to give them what they most desired, a home because that was in their heart. How many of you got some things in your heart you wanna see God do? Okay, that's about 30% of you. How many of you got some things deep down in your heart you wanna see God do? Make a little noise if that's you. All right, here's what the Bible said. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you He shall give you the desires of your heart. The Bible said delight yourself. The word delight yourself, or it's a phrase that means remain soft and pliable. Remain flexible. That if it doesn't happen right away, it will come to pass if God made a promise. This is powerful to me because as I said in the Hebrew, it means to remain flexible. It may not come when you want it. 
It may not come how you want it, but I guarantee you that if you will remain flexible, if you will remain soft and pliable, if you will remain easy to work with, he will give you the desires of your heart. If you say, Lord, I'm just going to trust you on this journey. When he gave them Lebanon, he was giving them the desires of their heart. Some of y'all have not seen what you want to see because you've become inflexible. You've become nasty. I'm not talking to you, but I'm talking to somebody around you. You become nasty. You become ungrateful. You, you, and it's cost you but because you become hard-headed. But it's time this morning for a heart check and say, God, whatever you put in my heart, I'm going to trust the process that it shall come to pass. Now, let's move on. He said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give you the lead bob. I'm going to give you the desires of your heart. So right now, I want you to stop and give God praise that as your, as your heart lines up with his, he's going to give you the desires of your heart. No, no, I'm... I need to wait a minute because how many of you got some things in your heart? Financial breakthroughs, family members, revival, awakening, joy, victory, direction, power. It's in my heart. So I want you right now to give God praise and everything he put in your heart is going to manifest in your life. Come on, come on, come on. God wouldn't put it in your heart if he wasn't gonna bring it to pass. God wouldn't put it in your heart if he wasn't gonna do it. Your job in this season is to just be flexible. Oh, come on now. Now watch this. God is about to burst forth new things in people's hearts. You, 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 you got to have a breakthrough now. Some of y'all got to get over this attack that you've been under. And you're wanting things to change on the outside. But it's got to change on the inside first. The Bible said, he who believes in me, in John 7, as the scripture has said, out of his heart shall flow forth rivers of living water. Come on now. It says to the river Euphrates, Joshua 1.4. Now watch this. The river Euphrates means the river of breaking forth. It means breakthrough river. God said, he who believes in me, Jesus said, as the scripture has said, out of his heart will flow rivers of living water. Many people never break through on the outside because they've never broken through on the inside. It's because they're, they're defeated on the outside because they've been defeated on the inside. But here's the truth. Breakthrough is an inside job. So God's about to take you off of the mountain of breakdown and put you into the river of breakthrough. But here's the deal. The river is starting in you. Out of your heart shall flow forth rivers of living water. I've come to tell you that there is a river of breakthrough in you. You, you must believe, but you must believe first. I believe there are breakthroughs in this room. I dare you right now, if you've got things in your heart that need to burst forth like a river, give God a little glory right now. I just, uh, come on. Okay, I want, you to, I want you to look at one neighbor and I want you to testify to him. If you, if you have to look at two, just, I don't know how you're going to do it. But tell somebody next to you, say, I believe that there are breakthroughs inside of me and soon they will break forth. Yeah, yes, 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 yes. Out of your belly shall flow forth rivers of living water. Out of your heart, if it's in your heart, it's gonna get in your life. Some of y'all have been camping. You got your tent spread at Breakdown Mountain. 
you, you, you have moved into the tent. You've got a lazy boy, a big screen TV, a refrigerator, and you have failed to realize that that was a temporary season. God is about to usher you in to a new place and you are gonna walk and jump into Breakthrough River. I dare somebody right now who's ready to jump into Breakthrough River. Give God a praise. I'm ready for Breakthrough River. I've been depressed long enough. I've been walking around attack long enough. I've been discouraged long enough. I have been in fear long enough. I have been confused long enough. I have had anxiety long enough. My children have been lost long enough. My money's been funny long enough. I say goodbye to Breakdown Mountain and hello to Breakthrough River. Give the Lord a shout of praise. Tell somebody next to you, say, hey neighbor. Say you stand there or sit there if you want to. But I gotta give God praise. I'm leaving Breakdown Mountain. And I'm stepping into Breakthrough River. I'm stepping into victory. I'm stepping into joy. I'm stepping into a new season. And it's flowing out of me. It's flowing. Tell everybody, say, ain't you glad you're sitting next to me? Because all of that is flowing out of me and it might get on you. I guess, I guess I came today to tell somebody in the room long enough. I feel like there's people in here this morning. Some of y'all are worried. You don't even know what you're worried about. Because the enemy, you got plenty of money. I'm not saying you got bazillions, but you got enough. You got a place to live. Good things are happening. But you lay down at night and your heart races and you're full of anxiety because the enemy has vexed your spirit. And the only thing that will change that is you getting a revelation of the presence of God. I've never seen a time when there's been a greater spirit of fear that has attached itself to the people of God. I just want to talk to you. I've never seen a time when people are more afraid I sit with preachers who've been preaching for decades and they're afraid. They're not at the river of breakthrough. They're walking around the mountain of breakdown, leading people around and around and around. But I need to tell you, if you want an apostle that's going to stay at Breakdown Mountain, you better find one, because I ain't the one. No, sir. In this next season, we're going to Breakthrough River. But here's, here's the deal. This is where it gets powerful, and I'm going to close, and then we're just going to let that river get in here and give people some peace. Who's ready for it? Who's, who's ready to leave Breakdown Mountain and go to Breakthrough River? Come on. Who, who feels like the attack has been intense? Wave at me. Come on. There's been, yeah, that's, that's, that's 80 or 90% of the people in this room. Who would admit that the enemy has even tried to deposit fear in you about, wave at me. Come on. About our nation, about the future, about our, just trying to vex my spirit. But don't miss this. In Joshua 1.4, he said, now he had already said, I'm going to give you the river Euphrates, and I'm going to give you all these different promises, the great, where the sun goes down at the great sea. But then he said, I'm going to give you all the land of the Hittites. 
Now, what makes this powerful is when you define the word Hittites. The word Hittites literally means this. It's from the word Shittite or, or descendant of Sheth. It means terror. It means fear. Are you ready for this? God promised his people that I'm going to give you the land of fear. I believe this is about to rock somebody's world. God said, I'm giving you all the places that you used to be full of fear over. I hear the Lord say, I hear the Lord say in my spirit that God will give you victory over everything that used to terrify you. I don't know who I'm talking to, but you are about to receive victory over everything that used to keep you locked up in fear and in bondage. Ah. things that used to terrify you, the thing you're most afraid of right now, it's time for you to overcome fear. Stop worrying about tomorrow. Stop walking in fear. Stop being with, full of fear over your family. Stop being full of fear over your future, over your finances. Pastor Riley, I have a spirit of fear. Well, where'd you get it from? Pastor really, I just have a spirit of fear. You didn't get that from God. For God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power and love and a sound mind. You're in a season, can I prophesy to somebody? Maybe not everybody. But if you can receive it, I declare you're in a season when you're going to overcome fear and you're going to enter into the realm of big things breakthroughs. You're going to break forth and you're going to break through. Here's what he said. No man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life. As I was with Moses, so I will be with you. I will not leave you or forsake you. Somebody just say this out loud. Say, fear no man. Man is not your source. Raise your hands and say, I fear no man. Man is not my source. Say it again. Say, I fear no man. Man is not my source. I declare that in the next season, your walls are coming down. I declare in the next season, fear is leaving you. I declare in the next season, you are leaving breakdown mountain and you are going into breakthrough river. It's been long enough. It's been long enough. It's been long enough. It's time for an address change. You are leaving Breakdown Mountain. You're jumping into Breakthrough River. You've been full of fear long enough, full of doubt long enough, full of anxiety long enough, full of, full of, yeah, I'm telling you in the name of Jesus, I feel it right now. God's putting victory in somebody's heart. Somebody just receive it right now in the name of Jesus. So everybody stand to your feet. Hallelujah, you go before I know that you've even gone to win my war and you come back with the head of my enemy and you even call it my victory all I did was praise. All I did was worship. All I did was bow down. All I did was stay still. Sing it, John. 
I know. Come on, this is for worshipers now. You've even gone to it, my Lord. Your love becomes my greatest defense. It leads me from the dry wilderness. And all I did was praise. <laughs> River in the room. Come on, worship the Lord. All I did, all I did was stay still. Oh, hallelujah! You have saved me so much better. Your way, hallelujah. today. So I want anybody that's been wrestling with any spirit of fear, I want you to make a step of faith and I want you to come forward because the enemy is about to break the spirit of fear off of you, over your children, over your finances. God said, I'm breaking the spirit of fear right now. If you've been wrestling with a spirit of fear, just get up here right now. Get up here right now. Come on. Come on. Somebody give God praise. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on. Give God praise. There's something about coming in faith. Come on, if you don't need to come, you just give God praise that he's breaking a spirit of fear off of people. Hundreds today, hundreds today are gonna have a spirit of fear. I, I sense in my spirit that somebody has a spirit of fear about your job. 
Where are you at? Who, who's at? Who has the spirit of fear about your job? You feel like you're about to be let go. Be honest. Okay, I, I break that spirit of fear off of you concerning your job. And I'm telling you the only way you would lose your job is if God has a better one for you. Y'all, I said the only way, raise up your hands. If you're worried about it, the only way you lose your job is if God's got a better one for you. Better pay, better hours, better opportunities. I break the spirit of fear off of you. You will not go to work this week with a spirit of fear. You will not arrive in the office with a spirit of fear. You will not go to your place of employment with I break it, I break it, I break it, I break every spirit of fear. Come on, lay hands on them, staff. Pastor, don't lay hands on somebody right now. If you if you want that broke off of you, we break it off of you in the name of Jesus. I sense in my spirit that there's somebody here. You, you just you have incredible anxiety about the future. You are so worried about the future that you can't even hardly function. The enemy, and you don't even know why God has been faithful. But if you've been worried over the future, raise your hands right now. I've been. Uh, come on, come on. Come on. I'm only hands on her, and God's going to deliver people. I break every spirit of fear off of you, my sister. I declare that your days are in his hands. I declare in the mighty name of Jesus. There's some business people in the room that are, that's worried about the future. Well, a business owner. There's some business owners here. I want some business owners that have been concerned about the future. Get up here right now. You've been watching the economy. You've been watching the stock market. And the enemy has been trying to absolutely defeat you and tell you your business is not going to make it. Somebody give God praise. I said he's doing it now. He's doing it now. He's doing it now. Oh, hallelujah, hallelujah. I want you business owners to look at me right now. I want you to trust and obey the Lord. I want you to be faithful to Him. I want you to understand that in this season, if He tells you to lean up, you lean up. If he tells you to be very responsible in what you're doing, you do exactly what he, he tells you to do. The Lord, I just feel he's going to break every spirit of fear off of you. But see, when that fear leaves, there's going to be a vacuum there. And there has to be something that comes into that vacuum. And what's going to come in there is faith. You are about to walk in faith. You're going to get up tomorrow with joy. You hear me, Cuba? You're going to get up tomorrow with joy. Come on, Abaco Windows. If y'all need windows, call Abaco Windows. They're the best window company in the universe because they're led by the Holy Ghost. Come on. I break every spirit of fear off of business owners right now, and I declare in the mighty name of Jesus, your business will not just survive. Your business is going to thrive. It's going to thrive. You have been around this mountain long enough. You are having breakthroughs. Breakthrough, breakthrough, breakthrough. I feel it right here. I feel it right here. I feel it. Cuba, I feel it. In the name of Jesus. Come on. Come on. Sing it, John. Hallelujah. No fear. No fear. No fear. No fear.
Come stand right here. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. This, this boy grew up in this church. I've known him about all his life. And the enemy tried to take you, own you, have you, sift you, destroy you. But I remember when you were a little boy and you came by me and I said, there's something on you. You remember that? I said, there's something in you and you're gonna be mighty for Jesus. Well, he walked around the mountain a long time, y'all. The enemy had him at the mountain a breakdown a long time. But God said, now you're serious about it, son. You're serious about prospering. You're serious about taking care of your family. You're serious about serving the Lord. You're serious about breakthrough. I declare, son, you are about to walk in your dreams. Hallelujah. Give God a praise. Give God a praise. Give God a praise. Give God a praise. When I thought. vicinity you wasn't even in the area but God brought you here he now works for Calvary come on somebody the Lord said the way you sorted out your life you should love Jesus the way you loved him but the Lord said he has shifted the trajectory of your life and it's not only on you it's on your children your daughters are gonna be mighty the things that you did and tasted and went through they will never go through them in the name of the Lord I declare over you son that God has placed you here because you are not just in maintenance you're in ministry so I release over you the anointing of the Holy Ghost Jade Hess from the top of your soul the head to the soles of your feet Give God a praise in here right now. When I thought I'd lost me. When I thought I lost me. Like there's people here you have a fear of cancer who has a fear of cancer right now you say I've been I've been walking with a fear of cancer come on be honest I've had this fear that the enemy's gonna try to afflict my life with cancer if that's you just wave at me right now because my it was on my it's been in my family and the enemy's tried to tell me it's coming on me ah come here sir 
I rebuke that off of you in the name of Jesus. And I rebuke that spirit of fear off you. Come here, son. I declare health in your bones. I declare health in your blood. I declare health in your vital organs. I declare if it touched your mama, it's not going to touch you in the name of Jesus. I break every spirit of fear. If you receive it, give God a shout of praise. I sense this, and and I'm, I'm, I'm trying to land this plane. I feel like there are some parents here that are walking in incredible fear as it relates to your children. The enemy has worried you nonstop over your children. Some of you have even developed disorders in your stomach because of it. You listen to me because you it's just churning what are they doing if you've been if you've had an extreme amount of worry over your children wave at me right now come on pray in the Holy Ghost with me y'all Come on, Pastor John, help me. I declare you raised him right. I declare you raised him right. I break every spirit of fear off of you. I break every spirit of fear. Come on. This lady right here in the black, in the black dress, right there. Yeah, yeah, my sister, come here. Somebody get her and bring her here. The Lord said, when I break it off of her, it's going to break all over this room. Come on, come on. Raise your hands. Come on, help her. Help her stand. Stand her up. Come up. Come stand right here. I break every spirit of fear off of you concerning your... Y'all, she's praying in the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, the devil can't have any of your children. I break the hold of the enemy in the name. I break the hold of the enemy. I break, come and get behind me. I break all worry. I break all anxiety. The devil will not have your children in the name of Jesus. Somebody throw up your hands and give God a praise. I break prescription drug addiction off of children right now. I break crack addiction off of children. The Lord said that heroin addiction is being broken right now. Faith is rising. Come here, young man. Raise up your hands. What's your name? Jonathan, I like you, man. I'm telling you, I believe in you. I believe in your future. I believe God's got a plan for your life. I hear the Lord say, don't look back anymore. Okay, you're not going that way. You need to get grounded, rooted, attached in a church because God's about to use you if you'll let him. I release over you purpose. I said, I release purpose. I said, I release purpose. I release purpose. I release purpose. I release purpose over you, son. In the name of Jesus. Okay, I want you to give God praise. Watch this now. Fear is leaving and faith is rising. One, two, three. Give God praise right now. Give God praise. Give God praise right now. 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 Give Him praise right now. Oh, He's doing it all over the room. 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 Oh, hallelujah. Hallelujah.
Lord unto God. I want you to testify to everybody in your neighborhood. Say in Jesus' name. Holler at him. Say in Jesus' name. I'm leaving. Break down mountain. And I'm jumping in to break through the river. Give God a shout of praise. So I declare that tonight your rest is good. I declare that when you lay down tonight, you lay down in faith and peace. That out of your belly, out of your heart, rivers of breakthrough are flowing. I bind the wrong thinking that the enemy has plagued you with. And I decree and declare it's a new season. If you receive it, give the Lord a shout. Thank you for joining us for today's message. You can continue to be part of all that God is doing here at Calvary Christian Center. You can text to give at 386-866-3060 or you can visit calvaryfl.com slash give. We would love for you to subscribe to our podcast and also to share this podcast with your community, your family, and your friends. You can also stay connected by following us on social media at Calvary FL and by subscribing to our YouTube channel. Again, thank you for joining us.